0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to season two of Conversations Across the Lake. We're so glad to have you
1: back, and please excuse any audio difficulties in this first episode. Hope you still enjoy. Welcome to Conversations Across the Lake with Megan Melissa a podcast that dives deep below the surface of the self-help world.
0: We are two friends here to create a community of unconditional self-acceptance and love. Join our fun, intuitive conversations as we get curious about our connections with others and most importantly, the one we have with ourselves. Let's get vulnerable. Let's get vulnerable.
2: Hi, Melissa. Hey, Meg. Happy New Year. Good to ha- see you. Happy, Happy New Year. I know so it's long. so good to see you. I know. It It has been a while because we, it's been like all, over a month since we recorded our last podcast. Yeah. Last like podcast. it was before Until Thanksgiving.
0: Right. I just right. listened to our last episode. <laughs> I was driving somewhere. I'm like, I'm just going to, I haven't listened to it yet. And I was like, okay, do you listen? You listen to our episodes, right?
2: Oh, of course. And it, it weird like, to listen no. I, I do sometimes normal. have moments I'm like. Oh. I mean, I think our our guests appreciate that we listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Um, but no, it's because I we, just... we rely on Jess so much, our our editor, too, to do all the magic what so. we do. We wouldn't be able to do this without her. No, Jessica, we could not do this out without you. So, and you can't cut this part out of the podcast because we need <laughs> the, the world to know how much we appreciate you. The world needs to know these
0: things. Um, yeah. So it's so good to see. I wish I was in Chicago right now. Currently it's like a blizzard here. I know. Um, it's, but uh,
2: no, I was just year. listening and we recorded two days before Thanksgiving. And so now I'm like, okay, it's the new year. It's been about six weeks.
0: So, and I know we talked about, you know, self care over the holidays and finding
2: gratitude. Right. So Mike, I have to ask you, <laughs> right um how did it go for you how was it 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 was good I feel like um yeah I think it went well I mean you know I was very lucky this year and I had a lot of travel which for me really feeds my soul so yeah I felt like that was such a good thing to do before between the holidays between Thanksgiving and our and the years and trips together was so Mm -hmm. amazing it was amazing. though it was a little shorter for me than it was for <laughs> you.
1: You were you were gone a while. I'm... Okay, so Melissa, how was your holiday?
0: Well, it was it was pretty good. Like, so coming off our trip, um, you know, I had a really busy couple weeks. Like, so much going on. Like the busiest time of the year. But I don't know. I stayed with my practices. I did my things. Like, I feel like I really took our podcast advice to heart. Like, I really tried. I really tried to do that and just do the thing, set boundaries where I needed to. And I felt like I was just, I did a pretty good job of being present, you know, and being in the moment, which is really important because I know for me, I have a tendency to worry and uh, anxiety creeps in some, sometimes. I'm sure we'll touch on that in a minute. Um, But yeah, it was, it was good. And you know, it really is a culmination of, you know, just, this past year the couple of years just really cultivating these practices right it's what we preach so much but it makes the biggest difference so yeah, it does all was, yeah it was always pretty well no drama it was it was good so
1: yeah yeah
2: grateful totally. for that mm-hmm.
1: uh, yeah and i think just having those things to touch back on right well assuming unless you're just one of those people and the holidays are super easy for you which i don't know how many people it's like just super easy peasy um, even if you love the holidays, there's still like pressure and stress. And so I think this is like an example of why these practices that sometimes seem in need for us to practice them. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. And if so. you don't have that habit already established, I mean, it's really difficult. I mean, for me, I guess, to add in something new during one of the busiest times of the year. But if you've already had something in place for even a few weeks, a few months, maybe the whole year or a couple years, right? I mean, then it's just going to be. Um, like clockwork. Right. And so, yeah. if you didn't have that this holiday, no worries. Right. You can always start now. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, by Christmas of 2022, you'll be calm, collected and having a good time. So <laughs> right?
1: So, that's of my intention yeah. for all of us. At you. least I, or is not is not <laughs> as insane as normal. I think exactly. that's better. <laughs> there we go. That's a little more realistic. That's a little more a realistic. little more realistic of a goal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we we've talked a lot about this because we thought that our first episode back for 2022 um, in this time of the world and everything that's going on that we should talk about fear.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of that going around for sure.
1: How does that how does that that word make you feel right now? Melissa? You know,
0: it's interesting, Meg, because I have always been a very, very fearful person. Just in terms of the worrying, yeah, and that's where the, the anxiety and that worrying comes from. But, you know, we can manifest amazing things in our lives, but we can manifest not so amazing things. And I will say, because I lived in such a fearful state, I manifested just fearful situations that I was really, really afraid of happening. They actually happened. Yeah. yeah. The more For sure. I've, I've taken this spiritual path and that divinity, like within me, and just the knowing that I'm okay no matter what. A lot of these practices too, they help with fear. I guess I have found that. So we wanted to, to have a whole episode along, and do this.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. What about you? Yeah. No. I just think that that's you know it's funny because we've been talking about that, but even like saying the word fear, like I actually felt my body like clench up and just kind of like close up. Um, yeah. So I think that you know there's, there's energy. Yeah. No, it is. Everything's energy. There's there's laws that prove that all solid matter is still energy. It's still moving. And, you know, and that that can be felt in certain ways. And there's so much we don't understand about that, too, or know about that. But, um, you know, I was even reading about the idea of that. And it's like we accept that in so many ways, like we accept Wi-Fi, we accept, you know, radio waves, we accept, you know, all of those types of energies are proven that they exist. But And we believe in them, but we can't physically see them. So why is simple is what are you paying attention to at this time? You know, what are what are the words that you're filling your life and yourself with? And, you know, what are what are you surrounding (laughs) yourself to? And it's I love that you reference the manifestation episode, because it really is like the way that we move forward in the life is based on what we're manifesting, whether you're aware of it or not, like you're you're setting yourself up to fulfill like those visions. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's why it does work in a positive way, but it can also be in such a negative way. So yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I know we were talking earlier about pain bodies, right? Mm -hmm. And so this idea of this energy, this heavy energy getting trapped in the body and it really does.
1: Yeah. And it's, if you, you know, I think the pain body theory goes back to Eckhart Tolle, who's the most famous for it. But, you know, there's been a lot more research on it. But it's basically the way that we move through the world is is that we deal with whatever these wounds are and they're there and they're there in our nervous system, in our body and to protect us against the natural things in the world. But it's not always right. So, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why you've got to retrain your body and retrain the movements and retrain your nervous system. And if especially if you've had a lot of trauma in your life, like these things are going to target that trauma and bring it yeah, back
0: up. And it's still there, like you said, for so long. So this is, it's so crazy, the synchronicities in all of this, right? So we knew we were going to talk about this. Well, yesterday I met with um, like a holistic chiropractor for the first time and he did this spine scan and, and it literally shows essentially where the trauma is being held in your body, right? So you can see on this graph, it's got all these char- these little bars, and it's like being able to see physically um, exactly that, where the energy is being stored. And so he did this sort of evaluation on me and he's like, all right, I can tell that you're doing the things because presently you don't carry a lot of stress. Your demeanor is, you know, all the things he could tell that I, you know, was healthy, which you know, I appreciated. But then he does my scan. And even though it wasn't terrible, I I had trapped trauma issues, you know, even you know, conversations that we hold on to, anything that we hold on to, that we attach an emotion to, there is an energy also attached physically in our body. So being able to actually see that, and he explained it in a very neurological, science-y way, right? Because I need a little more of that in my life sometimes, (laughs) admittedly. Um, It was cool to see. So it basically just proves this very point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That there is a connection back to the body and and all of that, and there's pieces of it. So if some of this is resonating with you, um, you know, it's just, it's really pay attention to where you are feeling like, what if, if you say the word fear, or if you say the word love, which I know we're going to talk about this a little bit more in a minute, Melissa, about fear and love. But if you feel those two words and then feel how your body is, I think it's just such a good test to see like, what's, what is your body reacting to? And is this my body talking or is, is this, You know, is this anxiety or is this intuition? Also another episode that we were talking about that we recommend you go back to because it's you've really got to pay attention and get to know yourself. And unfortunately, it's going to be really hard to do if you don't spend any time with yourself.
0: You have to do it. You got to get quiet, remove the distractions, right? I don't know what episode that was, (laughs) but we talked about that too, right? No, but I love what you said about like what resonates with you, right? So this is kind of a good segue. What's true for you What's true for me could be very different things, right? Truth is innate. It's in us. We can feel it. We know when something resonates. We know when something feels right. And we know when it doesn't. And that is different for every single soul on this planet. And so to expect every single person to agree <laughs> and to feel the same and have the same beliefs is absolutely asinine. And so...
1: Right. Right. Yeah. No, that's such a good point. And just be kind, you know, and I know it's really hard to be sister. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. It's really, really easy to judge right now. It really Mm -hmm. is. And, and, you know, there's right for judgment in some way, but judgment is not serving you in any way. You know, it's not, it's not going to help you. It's not going to help your situation. So just take the judgment away, judgment of others, judgment of yourself,
0: Mm -hmm. Well, and that's just it. The people who are the most judgmental, and I can say this because I used to be very, very judgmental, are the people who judge themselves the harshest, right? And so I have to catch myself as well because we all fall into it. Um, And I always have to turn the finger and point it back at myself. Like, okay, what am I doing? Am I showing up this way? If something's triggering me about what someone said or what they think, okay, let's do the inner work around that and not play into the drama, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> right? That's, that's such a good point. Yeah, I do. The more I recognize that too, is I, I do think that, you know, a trigger, if there's a trigger that's happening with you, it's usually resonating to something that you don't like about yourself or it's something mm-hmm. that you're afraid of within yourself. So, you know, just take a moment when you're feeling that, that really strong judgment, we're all going to do it. It's all going to happen, but, you know, and really kind of look back on it and, um, you know, just take a moment, go within. That's what we we preach on this podcast is to go inside, learn yourself,
0: right? Learn who you really are. And I think too, judgments happen the most from people who don't really know who they are or what they believe.
1: Totally. Totally. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's such a good way. And I, I honestly believe that that's, um, that's what you deserve in your life. Like I, you're, you're not going to have, if you surround yourself with people that agree with you 100% all the time, that's not a realistic lifestyle. It's not going to serve you. No. Um, you're going to have different p- opinions of the world and the way that things work than the people next to you. And that's okay. And it's a good thing because we should be having more of these conversations and talking to each other and being honest and not being fearful to be honest with each other about mm-hmm. stuff. So I think if you're, if you're in a circle and you're getting a lot of judgment and you feel like you're very judged, then maybe take a look at, at who you're surrounding yourself with,
0: you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is a lot of that going on as well. A lot of shifts in relationships in general, um, of all kinds. I think there's just, there's a lot of movement going on right now. There's a lot of energy. I want to have like an astrology episode with someone who knows <laughs> about this stuff. Cause I really don't, but there I is, know. I mean, there's a yeah. lot going on with that and we all feel it even if we're not conscious of it
1: but um yeah we can we can definitely admit there's a lot going on in the world in general you can just say that whether whatever you believe there's just we all can see the world around us and it's you know it's not a great place right now so that's why these self-care practices are even more even more important than than ever before exactly than ever before so well we were we were talking about I thought it'd be fun just to read this little clip that I found about fear because I was doing some research on fear and then we'll put the link for this book but we just mentioned it earlier which is um Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now funny side note story this book is the book that helped me like I think the first book that got me on my journey. That when uh. I read this book, it was it really just made sense, and so I definitely recommend reading it. It's such a powerful book, and now he's come out with the New Earth, and yes. if you really like that, him and Oprah do this like amazing um, series on it together, so you can go and do the whole book together. So, but I just want to read this, and I thought we could talk about a little bit, Melissa, about fear. Yes. So, so this is actually from one of the the, the chapter where they talk about um, the pain body that you already mentioned. Mm. So the psychological condition of fear is divorced from any concrete and true immediate danger. It comes in many forms, unease, worry, anxiety, nervousness, tension, dread, phobia, and so on. This kind of psychological fear is always of something that might happen, not of something that is happening now. You are here and now while your mind is in the future. This creates an anxiety gap. And if you are identified with your mind and have lost touch with the power of simplicity of the now, the anxiety gap will be your constant companion. You can always cope with the present moment, but you cannot cope with something that is only a mind projection and you cannot cope with the future.
0: Oh my goodness. I love that. So many, so many things in there. Oh my goodness. We our, our mind doesn't know the difference between like what's really happening, what's in front of us or something that we're just worrying about, right? Like those bodily responses happen. And so the only way that we have to quote unquote deal with this is to be present, right? Is to right. be
1: in the now. To be in the now. Yeah. And it's, it's what we referencing where we went before because your mind is protecting you against that cheetah, that. You know, that gunshot, that whatever it, it knows that it could it's happen. doing what because it's supposed to do. You've already filled, especially if you're filling your mind with those visions and with like the worst of what could happen to you. And that's what you're focusing on. That's what your mind is always going to feed for you. So your body is just following along with your mind because that's all it knows to do until you train it to do otherwise.
0: I mean, point blank, everything starts with our thoughts and we have to train our minds, you know? And if we look at, again, going back to how we feel directly related to our thoughts. So
1: your body will tell you. And the more that you're connected with your body, it will tell you. And it's also not, we're not at all saying that you should feel happy or positive all the time because that's not healthy either. Right. I mean, we, we have to feel what's there and we have to process the trauma we have already dealt with, um, but we can't process trauma that hasn't even happened to us. And that's, that's where fear is so dangerous because you're living in trauma on a trauma that you haven't even physically felt yet. You're you're just worried about the the trauma that's going to happen. And we, I mean, if we look at our lives, we already have enough trauma to deal with (laughs) that we have to get rid of. So what's the point of and that just, it's as simple as going back to the the present, the present moment. Um, there's nothing you can do about the past and there's nothing you can do about the future. You know, there's things that you can do to improve your present moment to hopefully help you in the future, but you still have to be in the present to even accomplish that.
0: Yeah, exactly. So what are some of your solutions, right? What are some of these ways
1: that you speak yeah. of? Okay. I, I mean, it's you know, for me, well, you know me. So my my first my first go-to now that I've understand how important nature is to me mm. and the truth of nature is to just get in some nature. So if I am feeling really fair- fearful and feeling a lot of anxiety, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to just try to like get outside, just find a tree, just find a, like something to look at. Or maybe even if if you don't want to go outside and it's cold, even just watching the sunset from your house or your condo or your apartment, um, just a simple way to connect with nature. And I think that that's such a good way to unplug from the world around us of what everybody, everybody has a message for us out there, right? Even, you know, even we're guilty of that, Melissa, we're out there spreading our message and, you Absolutely. know, we're trying to do it in,
0: that's in a positive struggled way. That's this for so yeah. long. And that's why we both didn't do this for so long, because there is a fear with what cancel culture, right? I mean, you say the wrong thing, you offend the wrong person. And it's like, yeah, there, there's a fear
1: around that too. Yeah. So yeah. So just, I mean, I think it's, it's really like, this is a tool to help you connect with yourself. And that's what we're hoping for. It's still about connecting with yourself. So Mm -hmm. we can only say so much on this podcast that's going to help you, or you're only going to get so much help. Um, from whatever necessary thing you're doing to take care of yourself, but you need to go in and spend time with yourself mm-hmm. and really, really, really connect with yourself. And I think nature is a really, really simple way of doing that. Going for a walk, you know, getting your body moving, getting getting it warmed up, just connecting back to yourself. So yes, that's that's my go to.
0: Yes, and on that note with on that note <laughs> with the being outside, grounding right, earthing, mm-hmm. and anyone that hasn't heard of grounding or earthing. I mean, again, the science. So we are meant to absorb and reabsorb energy back into the earth. So especially if you can get outside with your bare feet, you know, we absorb those electrons. You know, we, we can round and actually ground our negative energy into the earth for it to be absorbed. Yeah. Like that's what we're supposed to do. But so we have gotten so far away from being outside, being barefoot, right? I used to wear high heels every single day. I actually learned like, no wonder I'm so ungrounded. And I, I was, especially back then. Like, if you think about that. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. our feet have become, like, literally elevated away from the earth. So, yeah, just a really great reminder, Meg. Thank you for that. Yeah, just get of outside.
1: Course. Get outside. Yes. How do you deal with with fear? Yeah.
0: So, I know we are very similar on our things, <laughs> right? So, again, nature, for me, it's like the sun lately. Like, I just... Um, even a couple seconds in the sun, even just my face. Obviously, you know, moving things, the movement, but really writing. Writing has been like the most profound way that I have found, even just a little journal entry, you know? I've made that a habit for a long time now, just journaling things. So again, it doesn't have to be crazy long. It can be one thing. Walk around the block, write one page, do a 30-second breathing, you know, little meditation. Like that could change
1: your whole day. And those little things change your whole week. Just taking a little step here and there and doing it. And what I'm hearing you say is just finding an outlet that works for you. And so, you know, we've talked a lot about our outlets, but maybe it's music. Maybe it's painting. Maybe it's art. Maybe it's animals. Maybe, you know, it's spending quality time with your kids in like a a meaningful way. Um, You know, there's so many things that you can have outlets for and find some joy in life. And you know what? For that moment, you're not going to be fearful because you're going to be in the moment focusing on what is bringing you joy
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: what is bringing you happiness. So yes. And what you focus
0: on multiplies. What you focus mm -hmm. on expands. Like that's again, another law
1: of nature. Um, Can we go back to just real quick, because I think this is a good measurement in the moment, but the love versus fear.
0: Oh yes. Yes. I said, we are going to talk about that. Um, Love, right? So love, highest vibration. Fear, one of the lowest vibrations, right? And I do believe that there is a balance and the universe is balanced. It has to be. So yeah, I mean, there needs to be the love to balance out the fear. And eventually the light outweighs the dark, right? It it just has to. So I don't I always I guess I look at fear as the opposite of love. Like how do you view that?
1: Yeah, I think I think it's the same in the way. And I think we both kind of learned this together, but it's also where, what decisions are you making of? Are they coming out of a a state of fear or a state of love?
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Like it's either one or the other, right? It's one or the other. It's one or the
1: other. And the outcome of that decision that you make is going to have a long-term effect. So are you just making that decision out of a fear response? And if so, when you have, I guess like a good challenge would be maybe take a moment and journal and go back and, and look at some of the decisions you've made in your life lately or in the last few years and remember when you made that decision and what state you were in, where it came from. And I think mm-hmm. it's a really good way for you to take a look at your own life and stock of your own life um, to see how that really does make a big effect.
0: Yeah. Without judgment or trying to, right? Because again, we judge ourselves right. as well and that's easier said than done. But Um, just, yeah, from an objective, just curious place of, oh, yeah, I did that. And I always say this too, like we we do the best with what we know at the time. And so, yeah, we can look back years down the road and say, well, why the hell did I do that? Well, at that moment in time, that's what I had to work with. That's what, you know, and... And we just yeah. do the best we can. I think when it comes down to it, I believe in my heart of hearts that we all are just doing the best we can. It's just day by day, you know, and it's just doing the things, reconnecting when you need to, reaching out for help. That's another one that we didn't touch on. Yeah. And that's something that I definitely struggle with. Yeah, asking with. for help. hmm Yeah, like yeah, if you're struggling or just even need someone to talk to, um you know, and especially now there are a lot of online communities and platforms and ways for people to connect that maybe aren't how we would have done things two years ago or 10 years ago, even. But that connection piece is very, very important. So,
1: yeah, no, I think that's such, such a good point. Um, Connection, real connection, disconnect from like, if you're in a bad place, like turn off the social media. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I, if you know me, you know, I love social media. I, it has its purpose. Um, But it's not good if you're not in a good state and you're not, there's nothing that you're going to find on that platform in that moment. That's going to make you Mm -hmm. really feel really, really good. Um, Even if it's a positive, even if it's something positive, it's just, it's, it's not serving the purpose of, of you connecting with yourself in that moment. And that's when you probably need it the most when you're feeling down and feeling, Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: And I love that you brought up the social media, because I think, again, a lot of the fear, like that's how a lot of the communication is being received right now, right, through these platforms, mm -hmm. through these channels. And so really limiting what that intake is, right? Who are you
1: following? That's such a good point. Yeah, no, no, it's such a good point. And we all, I mean, and just remember, social media is designed, you know, we all use it in the way we're portraying the best moments of our life. So it's not you can talk to anybody that has a, an account and is posting pictures and, and stuff. It's like, you're not picking the worst picture of yourself or that picture of you like on the floor in the fetal position. Maybe you are, but most people do not do that. And finding yourself getting too bogged down with it, then give yourself a time limit or um, one of my New Year's resolutions, which we're going to talk about next episode on about intention a little bit. But one thing I want to be more mindful of is finding one day a week where I completely disconnect yes and like that's my commitment I think because it's such a big it's such a big um commitment to take on that I don't think I'm going to start once a week because I don't think that's going to be realistic and I want to I don't want to just like fail at this, <laughs> this
2: goal. You can so start for some, now, yeah, a couple hours or whatever, <laughs> couple yeah, hours. Sure.
1: Um, and I think just finding like, I'm already found a day on my calendar. At least I have two days on my calendar this month where I know I can unplug, that's um, so great, just Meg. being really mindful of that. And I think that's a, a good way to kind of, again, reconnect with yourself. And
0: yes. Oh, I love that so much. And I love that you said that out loud too, because I think if we tell the people, like the people in our lives, like, hey, this is kind of like what I'm doing. So it's like, okay, if someone messages you on your day that you're unplugged, it's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm doing this thing now. Yeah.
1: And that's the culture we live in and that we're expected to, to be there, respond and you get a message and and you respond right away. But that's not, that's not the way that the world has always worked. So why, why do we expect that on ourselves and of others now?
0: Right. I'm like, can we go back to the landlines with a <laughs> with a answering machine? Like, seriously, like,
1: yeah I, yeah, I,
0: I'm not gonna lie. I mean, there's good things about technology, for sure. There are good things. Of but course. for the most part, I don't think it is remotely healthy to be available 24 seven. It's just not. I, I don't believe it's healthy. So anyway, that might not resonate with you. But um I have found since I have cut back and have had a new relationship with my phone the last few years it has greatly helped my mental and emotional state. So
1: yeah, I can I agree with that. I think just watching your screen intake, watching what your your intake is in general um is really going to help you with your with your fears and anxieties and Yeah. So hopefully hopefully some of this will resonate with you and you can take yes. some of these these take pieces. What does. um Again, I think, you know, go back to some of our other episodes. We talk, we have a few episodes about, you know, some of these topics too that are are really helpful. And when you were mentioning, I thought a good one too of another, um, another one to go back to is our episode. um, I think it's episode two about creativity. Yes. We talk uh, about Shanna. Yes. With with Shanna Schramm. Yeah. We talk a lot about um, the morning pages and creative outlets. Like I think that can give you some inspiration too on how creativity can help you with some of these work through some of these process, And let's channel that fear in a different way.
0: Yes. Because it's still energy. Yes. It's still energy. So you can do what with it? You can create, you can decide you're going to have a good day. You can put that energy into your kids, into meaningful work, whatever, or you can put it into worry and putting that energy into something that might not ever happen. Or maybe you manifest what you don't want to happen. Right? So yeah, really, really good points, Meg. I feel like I learned, like, so many things from doing this conversation. <laughs> I'm like, I'm excited to go back and listen and take notes on this.
1: <laughs> we, Yeah, I think we covered some good ground. And, you know, we're, we're going to need those messages, too. You know, just really, really, like, really take care of yourself. Go hug your puppy or your cat or your child or your favorite relative or your favorite friend. And just really surround yourself with love, you know. That's all we can do yeah. to combat fear is love
0: yes love conquers all i mean truly it really does and if you look at it from an energy standpoint right it does make sense but yeah go out there love the world love yourself
2: <laughs> love you all the things well love you i love you melissa <laughs>
0: i love you meg uh, i was so great to chat it was so great to um, chat yeah it's i'm excited to get back into our weekly recording so we're officially launching season two we have so many amazing guests we have planned our season we planned our guests we planned some of our topics and um we're just gonna keep growing this we're so excited we feel like um maybe we're we're taking the training reels off this
1: bad boy we're excited yeah so thanks for sticking around for season two of conversations across the lake and yeah we have some good stuff lined up for you so
2: um on that note melissa across the lake. See you across the lake, Meg. Bye.